Alright everyone, hope everyone's having a good day And thank you so much for liking and sharing and subscribing to our show, The Disney List Whether it is on all of our podcasts, on Anchor, iTunes, what have you Also YouTube, of course Facebook, so awesome, thank you so much And in these trying times, I think it's more important than ever that we get together and share our fandom What was that? It's my straw Oh my gosh, it sounded like a... (laughs) stepped on something and something made a noise and boy that was just crazy 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 hey did you know that we actually have some some comments before we get this show started we actually have some reviews over itunes did you know that no i did not yeah so i'm trying to dig through and find some but um there's a lot of different ways you can support our show and one of them is through Anchor, Anchor um, Podcast. If you just look that up, you can actually be like one of our top fans. And um, yeah, and it's really neat. So thank you so much. Um, we have got awesome fans out there. So thank you so much. Uh, we have our last episode, the top 10 live action Star Wars moments, which was very popular. So thank you for making it popular. And I will have to say thank you for, I think Lindsay is our top fan. So thank you, Lindsay, for being an awesome top fan and supporting us on our Anchor podcast. It's awesome. So it's very easy. You just click on it. Um, and there are different, um, I guess, podcast platforms that you can do that. Uh, obviously, you can check out you know, Spotify or on Google, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public. But I believe on Anchor... Um, Breaker, Overcast, and Radio Public, you can actually check out those podcast platforms and put tips on our tip jar as sponsors. And uh, you can donate a dollar a month, uh, $5 or $10 a month, and everything that we do helps put it back into the show and make upgrades. Like we had, when we were still doing Tiki, we did a monster upgrade and upgraded our podcast studio to what you see here today, which was awesome. So thank you. Thank you guys so much. Uh, for helping in that and we have tons of people in the chat and i don't know where our chat room is Kristen. where where did it go i don't know i don't know comment moderation not set i hope i hope that if you can hear us in the chat feel free to wave and um say something in the chat room so we know that our audio is coming through because sometimes it's just a hit or miss thing with technology you you just never know so um Anyway, I just wanted to uh, give some people a shout out because before we actually got the show started, and I'm going to look up. We, we got some really cool comments on our. Um, I wonder if we need to set the moderation. Uh, no, I think we're good. Okay. I don't know what's I don't know what's going on with our chat room. It's really strange. I've never seen our chat room. Oh, there we go. Yay! Is it there? Yeah. Oh, hey. Okay, now you're gonna you're gonna have to read because okay. it, it's blocking my vision. I can't see it. So Scott, uh, Scott says, uh, "Hello there." Does it? Okay, so you can hear us. Okay, okay, that's good. So we have this. Uh, let's see. Uh, before we get started on our show, we've got some comments. Where our our comments at? Well, you can leave us those five star reviews. We don't mind. I think the most important the most important thing is we're gonna have to. I think I'm gonna have to compile these. Okay. Um, you can save it for next week. Okay, so uh, Lindsay, of course, had says uh, gave us five stars. Yay! Love this podcast. Chris and Aljon are the best. Thank you. Uh, Paul W says awesome podcast. I've been listening to Aljon and Kristen for quite a while. First on WDW After Dark. Ooh, 
And more recently on here in WDW Tiki Room, you won't find better hosts for a podcast on all things Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, etc. They offer great tips and advice for Disney trips, including Kristen's complete knowledge of dining at Walt Disney World. Don't listen to the podcast while hungry. Laugh out loud. (laughs) I also enjoy Al John's insight on park news and his movie discussions. All of this is presented in a very interesting way with lots of fun banter between the hosts. Thank you for such a great podcast. Thank you, Paul. You're the best. I love it. I love it. It's so nice, nice. right? So um, we will try to read some comments before the show actually starts every week, but it's very sweet. And once again, it's so worthwhile, I think, in this time, especially because some of you have gone through so much with being at home and have... uh, have sacrificed a great deal or working from home or are seeking employment or, you know, all the the social unrest that's going on right now. I think the most important thing is that we get together every week and talk about what brings us together as a group of fans, as a community. And it's so positive and I absolutely love it. And it makes me, you know, when I read these comments, it just makes me happy. And I hope you're happy by having us uh, deliver the show up to you every single week. Kristen, what do you think about that? I like that. It's, it's great, right? Nice. It's yes. heartwarming because we've been doing this for a long time, um, and it's not every day that you get um, you get these nice comments. So thank you guys so much for your support of the show. One of the other things that you can do that we love so much is sharing the show. So if you happen to have um, you know, your, your social media, your feed on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, what have you, just share the show. Let you know, tag your Disney friends, let people know that you listen to the show, and feel free to contribute as well by your comments, and we will definitely read them. And uh, speaking of comments, we have an awesome show for you lined up today. Kristen, what are we going to talk about? We are going to rank from the old. The worst pavilion. <laughs> it's not the worst. Which it's not really the worst. We're, we're ranking in order of just the, most, the, the best pavilions. Yeah, we're, we're ranking the pavilions from, from 1 to 11, or I guess it's really 11 to 1 is how we're going to do it. We're counting them down like Casey Casey used to say. And we do have a rating system that we, yes. we did. Like this, this actually required homework. It may surprise you. It may just surprise you, so please keep that in mind, and appreciate everyone's comments on that. And, and just because it's ranked that way, that does not mean it's our favorite. Right. That's right. does not mean it's the favorite. This is true. This is true. So we'll get into that here on the show. In the meantime, enjoy our kickoff to the program, The Disney List on Sorcerer Radio. Disney List. The Disney List. You've got to have characters that the audience, the viewer, the reader cares about. What makes a hero? What's friendship? What's the idea of sacrificing yourself for something larger? With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration for all the world. Disney List on Sorcerer Radio with your hosts, Kristen and Al John. You know what they say sometimes? They say button, knob, or switch. And I forgot a button. I forgot the record button. It's the worst. I absolutely hate myself for doing that. But it does happen. Barring any type of issue, 
This is the Disney List Live. I am your host, one of your co-hosts, Al Jongo, lifelong Star Wars, Disney, and Marvel fan. Count them the European way. Joined by my lovely and talented co-host, Kristen, who also happens to run DiningAtDisney.com and Dining at Disney podcast, Travel Guru, and Disney Foodie. Kristen. Hello. You How know, are you? you? I, I am good. You know, you said counting the European way. When you count, how do you count? Like, if counting on your hands. If you counting start my counting, hands? Yeah. Well, we start in the United States usually with the one. But do you? Yes. That's my question. Oh, you do? You start yes. counting I start like with this? a one. Okay, yes. see, I always start. I always count like this. Well, you're, you're a weirdo. <laughs> you're being weird. I'm sorry. I'm weird. You know what that means? I am teaching small children how to count weirdly starting with this finger but if you ask me i'll say one but even though i count like when i'm counting I do okay well count. yeah no that makes sense yeah so i guess i do count using my, so i'm also weird then but when i when i denote the number one i don't say one like are my european friends and my european sales team they usually say one two three three and then they hold it up and especially yeah. if they're in the bars and things like i want three please three beers Hold it up like that. That doesn't really help in a podcast. I do do that occasionally. I've d- okay. I've been known to do three that way. I don't know why. <laughs> don't. I'm weird. I can't help I it. I don't know. I oh. also put a slash through my seven and my Z. So okay. All right. I don't know. Hey, uh, gang! Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. We do appreciate it. And today we have an awesome show for you, Kristen. What are we going to talk about? Well, we were just speaking of Europe. So, speaking of Europe, we are discussing the Epcot World Showcase Pavilions. We will be ranking them from number 11 to number 1. Awesome. Awesome. And these were very difficult choices. We asked the Sorcerer Radio community and the fans of the Disney list to chime in as well. So, we're going to talk about some of those comments here momentarily. But it was not easy. We have a criteria. And the results may shock you. Because they shock me. There are some things that we love about the pavilions. We absolutely love Epcot. It's one of our favorite um, places to be adults for adulting at Disney. (laughs) Um, And maybe not act not so much like an adult at times. But the bottom line is, is that we love Epcot and we love the World Showcase most of all. And um, this this is going to be a very interesting show, to say the least. Kristen, before we get started, I want to remind everybody that you can interact and engage with us there on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash the Disney list. You can also follow Disney list cast on um, Instagram, the Disney list on Twitter. You can send us those emails at the Disney list at gmail.com. That's really cool. And you can also support our show. Not only um, are we part of the Source of Radio Network where you can listen to our show on demand. We're also on YouTube and Facebook. So click the bell for notifications when the videos and the show goes live. You'll know exactly you know uh, when we do it. You can also uh, support the show by sharing our show over your social media and telling all of your friends that, hey, look, the Disney list, it's some, they're people just like us. They love the Disney parks. They love Marvel. They love Star Wars. And we're going to talk about it. And the other thing you can do is also book your next Disney or um, Universal vacation 
or Adventures by Disney or Cruise with Kristen in better times. And we're going to be talking a little bit about the parks reopening and all the news there next week on next week's show. Uh, Know before you go. Um, But Kristen, where can people reach you to book their next vacation as they're thinking about it? At theme parks and cruises at gmail.com. Excellent. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and uh, get into the show. And now, talk, yes. should, we, should we explain to them uh, the, the rating system we used? Yes, okay. uh, we will. Uh, go ahead, Kristen, and explain the whole situation on the criteria that we have for the World Showcase rankings. Okay, so each country we gave three scores to, and then we added these up and, and did it that way. So the three components that it gets rated on, number one is the theming okay the overall theming of the pavilion also food and drink and when it comes to food and drink it's not just it's the number of places you have the variety in addition to the quality of the food you're getting okay and then number three is what we call to do ability and it's <laughs> Okay, so that's what I call it. Maybe Aljon doesn't call it that. That's what I've been calling it all day. So it has to do with what is there to do. And when we talk about things to do, it does include attractions. So whether it be a ride, like in Norway, or a show, like in Canada. Also includes your meet and greet. Your entertainment, do they have some kind of entertainment in that pavilion for you to to watch? And are there exhibits? Because some of the pavilions do have exhibits. Mm -hmm. So all of those things then are counted towards how much you can do. Now, all of them you can do shopping, so we didn't include that in in, in that because every pavilion you can shop in. Yes. So... Okay, that is all the things, and we each gave scores from one to five, five being the most amazing with it, one being it needs improvement. Yes. So, should we start, and some of these did tie, and then it was, which do we prefer between the two? Right. So, that's that's how this, this list got that. Okay, then. So shall we start now? Once again, the doability. Danny's like the doability. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, um, it's yeah, the, the things that the things you do. Okay, so we make our own words <laughs> when we can to explain certain aspects. But that's part of the. the how many of the? <laughs> how many things can you do or get into? Um, in terms of character meet and greets and all that that Kristen said, yes, the, the doability. How many things can you do? Uh, I don't know. Kristen made it up. I don't know what to say. Kristen made it up. Just blame me. It's fine. It's I'll, true. I'll, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, that's kind of, that's where we're at at this point. <laughs> so I was going to say we, um, Okay. Shall we just go ahead and get yes, started? Number 11. Let's go ahead and get started with this. Now, do you know this music? It's cool, right? Where does this music come from, gang? 
Well, this comes from the Canada Pavilion. Are you surprised? Are you surprised? Maybe. Does this surprise you that this was actually the 11th at the bottom of the list? No, it doesn't. And the reason being is the lack of things to do. There's just not much to do there. Um, And as far as the, I mean, there's, it's just lacking. It's lacking. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. (laughs) It is, it is really pretty. Do I need to meet you? Yep. Okay. (coughs) Okay. So uh, you got something to drink, right? Yes. All right, cool. So the Canada Pavilion, it's pretty. The gardens are really nice. The courtyard's great. You know, Good food, but there's not much to choose from. A no. restaurant. A single restaurant. La Cellier. And a single bar cart, which yep. is beer. Like three beers. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. It's, it's missing. They could do, they could stand and do a lot more. And they don't have the Brother Bear meet and greet anymore. Bring back Brother Bear. Bring back, bring back some kind of meet and <laughs> greet. I mean, you know. I don't know what what kind of meet and greet do you have there that is you know themed for Canada really other than brother other bear? than brother bear I mean there's really it's really nothing there you know you can have a meet and greet with um <laughs> with a, a, a with Martin Short <laughs> I guess if you want and Martin Short animatronic oh that would be weird that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? I was gonna say, I'm trying to, yeah. There's a little fail whale there, maybe not so much, but uh, it's a shame. To me, it's a shame, especially being that we do live so close to Canada, being yeah. in America, and Canada's a beautiful place. I mean, I've been a few times. <laughs> Lee Beatons. Well, uh, okay, so Lee, Lee Beatons. Okay. Lee goes, Oh, the horror. My country goes down so soon. You're both dead to me. <laughs> oh, he may, Lee. He, oh. He, he may not feel so bad once he finds out where, where America stands, considering you live true. in America. This is true. Hey, look, we Lee, I love Canada. I visit there often, at least Toronto. You know, so I've been to several places in yeah, Canada. Yeah, we've been to a lot of these countries. Actually, we've we've set stepped foot in them and traveled and hung out there. And I've been to Vancouver. Vancouver is very close to my old hometown of Seattle, Washington. And then I've traveled um, to Toronto several times. You know, and um, very nice, nice place. You know, but I don't think the the pavilion, as pretty as it is, could do a lot more. You know, um, I think there could be more food experiences. There could definitely be more food experiences. I think that's great. I think they're missing out on the opportunity to to do more things surrounding beer, in my opinion. I think, think they need some kind of cool hockey exhibit. Well, I'd love that. I'd I love mean, that. it's it's one of their country's uh, national sports because they have two. Yes. That's one of them. The Hockey Hall of Fame is in Canada. Canada's, you know, known for being a, a great place for the sport of hockey and, mm-hmm. you know, having 
hockey players and the NHL and all of that, that I think that's what I think they need. A, a hockey exhibit that kind of also explains to people who may not get what the deal is with hockey, may not like hockey so much because they don't really know anything about it, but kind of given the history of the sport in in the country's how it got to be such a big popular sport there. Mm-hmm. I think I think that that's what it needs. Absolutely. And I think the other thing too is that, you know, it, there are places I think it could grow. Mm-hmm. And why why hasn't it grown, you know? I uh, I don't know. I don't know why. Um Lee says we need off kilter back 100%. 100%. That was you see the the different bands and acts that they've tried to bring to the Canada Pavilion have been good, have been good. And we've seen a lot of them. The Lumberjack show was okay at the time. They had some great bands coming in that were also very good, but they, some, some good entertainment, some great bands would definitely help. Uh, absolutely. Lindsay says the food has gone down. Bad experience last time. Oh no, Lindsay, where did you eat? Well, if she ate in Canada, there's only one place she could have eaten. This is true. There, <laughs> she yeah. went to, she she went went to, to Lasselier. You know, for a long time. I love their uh, beer cheese soup. For a long time, Lasselier was definitely like the place. It was hopping like 15 years ago when we first got married and started um, interacting with the source of radio community on the message boards and different boards, you know, whether it's uh, All Ears or, um, you know, Passport or whatever. We were we were posting and doing different things and people were, we were all about La Cellier. La Cellier was great, but since they've made it signature dining, um, kind of, you know, opened up, uh, you know, they've, they've had different things happen during that time. And, uh, last time we ate there, wasn't all that. Um, so I guess your mileage will vary. Paul says, Paul Hackenbart says, hi guys. Hey, Paul, good to see you in the chat. So that was number 11 in our countdown of our ranking of the p- top pavilions or our, all of the pavilions over there at Epcot. Number 10. Here we are, number 10. And number 10, we got a little something, something for you. You ready for this? I'm ready. Here we go. It's very cool. Uh, the American Adventure and that show is really cool. Like I, I never get tired of seeing it. And it much like the Canadian Pavilion that has the Canadian, 
you know, Circle Vision movie. It's a great place to kind of cool off, especially since, you know, the Circle Vision theaters are nice, but they don't have chairs. So having being able to sit down, take a load off in the American Adventure, watch the full show, have, you know, go around the pavilion, taking all the sights, taking the American singers. Um, I mean, awesome, awesome stuff. What do you think, Kristen? Yeah, I mean, I like this part of the pavilion. I like the fact that you've got the garden theater out there that you can catch music even when there's not, you know, a festival going on. They've got some kind of music thing taking place. Um, But this, like, I don't know. This pavilion just, like, it's food is one of the things it fails on. You know, you've got... A funnel cake cart, a beer cart. You've got fife and drum, which you can get is like turkey legs. Yeah, it's it's not much to choose from. And then one quick service location. So I mean, when it comes to food, it's not not good. But they are making changes, and we talked about it with the new muppets the uh sam the eagle oh shoot what was it called now i had it on the, tip the barbecue time. place yeah the barbecue joint so you know that is definitely stepping up their game and that's what a make makes america awesome is the fact that we are the barbecue kings and we love the barbecue and the other thing we forgot to mention is that we are removing all of the special event stuff. Yeah, that doesn't get counted. That doesn't get that doesn't count because it's not there as a permanent fixture. So, as much as we love the American Smokehouse, because the Smokehouse Pavilion, the the kiosk there, the um, is super nice. But they've adopted some of that. I think they understand that the American beers, the craft beers, the the barbecue, those type of things that they've had for either the food wine festival or for the um, the flower and garden festival needs to kind of be there in some kind of permanent uh, way. And they did that with the, uh, the barbecue joint, the new barbecue well, joint. And I think one of the issues with this pavilion with food is it trying to decide what they want to showcase as being American food because we are a melting pot of cultures and so therefore we have – different melting pots of cuisines in our in our country you know new orleans has its own type of cuisine uh and and that's influenced by you know multiple like seven different cultures there and then you have in the south which is very english and irish and so you find a lot of heavier foods and fried foods that kind of stuff but if you head out towards like Seattle, you're going to find a lot more Asian style restaurants and out seafood. there. And or yeah. one of my favorite things is um, uh, if you go toward the uh, the upper, you know, Boston area um, or the New England, the New, New England area. You know, the seafood is great. You know, you've got um, crab. You've got, you know, crab cakes, Maryland uh, crab cakes are great. Nashville hot chicken. You've got Nashville. I mean, so they're just, they're and different And barbecue things. is different too, depending on where. That's so, right. Yeah. I mean, so I think so, it's, there's a just, yeah. There's opportunities. There's a lot of opportunities based on the different sections of America at large, just like there are, 
with Canada. How come I have to, if I want poutine that I have to go get it at Disney Springs and not have poutine there in some kind of cart there in Canada? That's a question, right? That's legit. Uh, why, you know, so that's that's like a national treasure. I think there's so many different ways to eat poutine and you should be able to eat poutine somewhere. At least at least the traditional the traditional way you can get it in Canada. Sure. At least should be there. There you go. That's what we're saying. So Lindsay had also had said that Canada the food was cold and didn't taste good. And Paul Hackenbarth says I love the American adventure. I love the show. And uh, Lindsay agrees there. Danny says they can certainly do more with the theming at the American Pavilion as well as dining options. Mm-hmm. Ain't that the truth? Now, see, Paul agrees with me. He says, that's a, that's a true story. We are a melting pot. This is true. This is true. They should have a fondue restaurant right there. American, <laughs> American Pavilion for melting pot for sure. Okay. So here we are. At number nine. Here we go, Kristen. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Norway. To discover its spirit. It was born in challenge. In a thousand years of challenging the seas. I know, right? The kid. So that music is certainly jarring, to say the least. If you go into the, the, the Norway pavilion and you watch it, how many people have you seen jump out of their chair watching this when the, that axe goes down? <laughs> I do have a right? funny story about this. Oh, you do? Okay, yes. what, what's the story? So I, I think I know what your story is. You know is. where this is going. I know where this is going. Go ahead. So it was a very, very hot summer in Florida. <laughs> yeah, I was with and, you. No, you were, were you with yes, me? Yes, I was with you, yes. I was thinking you weren't with me when oh, I did this. I was with you. And it was so hot, I just really wanted to be where there was air conditioning, and we were in the Norway Pavilion. And so... <laughs> I walked up and asked the cast members there if I could go in and skip the attraction and just sit and watch the movie. And they all (laughs) looked at each other and they're like, yeah, nobody's ever wanted to do that. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. It's true, though. I mean, we just like the movie. We just wanted to just hang out and just relax. That's an amazing place to relax because there's nothing worse than being at the park and there's so many just, you know, it's so hot and there's so many people and that's a great place to kind of get a load off and relax. And um, it's a great place for people to take naps. It's true. I mean, yes. Do you learn about Norway and the spirit of Norway? Yes, you do. But man, how cool is that though? You know, that I mean, this this video is cool, but I I can't tell you how many times people just jump out of their seat when those first those orchestra hits come. You know, it's so dated, this video, but I know they're getting a new video. Our spirits, it lives in. I want them to bring this video back. 
I love the fashion can, in it. You, <laughs> it was so much fun. Norway. <laughs> but you can relive the Norway pavilion now by just listening and watching this video that I put up for you. Doesn't it just remind you? Just sitting in that video in that in the theater. The theater, yes. Isn't it great? Yes. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. So what else can we make note of in this pavilion? Because there's several things to take note of. I mean. Well, you have the frozen ride. Yes. Maelstrom is is long since gone. Yes. But not forgotten. Absolutely not. If you really need some Maelstrom, you have to go to Mexico and get a a Maelstrom margarita. (laughs) Um, There's also character meet and greet there. Anna and Elsa, you can check it out. It it's, I think it's fun. I think it's fun if you you know if you want to wait in a long line for Anna and Elsa to do the character meet and greet because that's another thing that Kristen and I love doing is to you know meet the characters and get our photo taken with them because that's memories for years and decades and the rest of your life. It's really nice. Um, but I think one of my favorite things about this pavilion is the bakery. I love the bakery. School bread. Because we love school bread. School bread is the greatest. Absolutely love school bread. And not only that, but they also have a really nice museum of of different artifacts there from the the early Norwegian, the Vikings, and all that really cool stuff. So I do like going in there and reading up on the, the history and that stuff. And I wish more pavilions would have these type of you know, little mini museums because I think it's important to, to learn about the different cultures and it's a great place for kids and adults to learn. Um, part of the aim of Epcot, you know, was to really learn more about, you know, the world around us. So that was really neat. And you never know. The, the, some of the stuff in here see, may seem like silly things to, to learn, but it's good trivia. You never know <sighs> when you may need some important world trivia information. Yes, absolutely. Paul says, the cast members are amazing, not only there, but in all the World Showcase. Agreed. We love the cast members. You know, a lot of them are are there on a student exchange program, uh, learning about international business or, or people in general. And we always take the time to talk to the cast members and to find out where they're from and do this. So we, you know, for cast members, I mean, they might think that people like Chris and I are a little no- annoying, but we love interacting with them and they're very gracious with their time. Um, we have another comment there. But that is the reason that they are there to begin with is that is to promote their country and their culture and get right. people to want to travel to the real place. Right. So. Absolutely. Danny Edwards says, I like Akershus in Norway to see the princess instead of doing Cindy's Royal table every single trip. This is mm-hmm. true. Provides a little bit of a change up there at Akershus. I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of the food at Akershus. Um, no, no pickled herring for you. No, no. Um, but the fact that there is a princess meet and greet is part of the the doables, like the things mm-hmm. that you can do there, the different activities. Let's run down the list because I feel like we're not talking about every single thing there. Uh, in Norway? Yes. Okay, what else? Is, let's see. We talked about meet and greet. We talked about the attraction. Talked about the food. The exhibit. Yes. The food. Yes. 
Yeah, that's everything. Okay, that's everything. And the, the bakery. That's food. Yep, there you go. All right, <laughs> so we did talk about it. Yes. Okay. Um, Num- next number. Next number. You see, you're, you're catching me with the wrong soundboard here. So here we are. We are at number eight. Okay. Here we go. So what do you think we're going to be playing next, folks? What do you think? I have to wonder. It's part of the pavilion music. Any idea where we're at, folks? I know. You do? Uh-huh. Where are we, Kristen? I've been to this real place. So have I. Where Where have we been? Where are we now? We are in Italy. Uh, which is one of my favorite pavilions, even though this is where it sits on the list. It's beautiful. It is. It is beautiful. Italy. They don't have a Circle Vision movie. And they have they have good food options. They do. Let's talk about it a little bit, shall we? We like the theming. Yes. And it's got great theming. It, it is very, it is a very small scale version of what you really see when you go to, to Venice. I love the little Venice, uh, um, the Venice uh, bridge and the little, the little boat. The food. <laughs> yes. You have food. multiple options because you have like the gelato and the drink cart together. You have a wine bar that you can go to, tiny wine bar, or you have wine gusto. Yes. Um, a little wine cellar. Yeah. And then you have Tuto Gusto, table service restaurant, <laughs> and also Via Napoli, which is a table service restaurant. The food is very good. Yes. So you have all those things. What hurts this pavilion? Oh, okay. <laughs> is... Other than shopping, what can you do? That's all you do. They have one entertainment thing, and that's it. Yep, and that is very, every now and again, they'll have a streetmosphere person there. And, um, yeah, there's not a lot. I mean, it's food. It's you're all there, about food. You're all about the food, for sure. You're all about the food. Which is probably... Between that and I like Italy, why it ranks personally high on my list of pavilions, but unfortunately on our rating scale. Yeah, we'll recap that in a little bit. Lindsay says, uh, Italy's my favorite. Eat at both restaurants when we go. Yes. I mean, Via Napoli, come on. It's great. I really like Via Napoli, but more than... um, um, Tutto Italia. I like their 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 vine, Tutto, Gusto. The Tutto Gusto. I like the wine cellar even better just because it's just a really neat atmosphere. I feel it's more rustic. It's not as uh, like a formal um, dining restaurant, like as formal as Tutto Gusto is per se. But yeah, I like just like the vibe of the wine cellar. It's that's that's a very authentic vibe too. Yes, it's so. it's great. I absolutely love it. Yeah. So, what number are we on now, Kristen? Seven. Oh, we're at number seven. Awesome. Now, let's take a stroll here at World Showcase. Where are we, gang? Do you know this uh, loop? This loop music? 
playing with our fans out there. Where can you hear this clarinet? Huh? I mean, that, that's, I mean, you listen to the loop music and you're like, oh. They have red phone booths. Yeah, do they? And you can't call those anymore, though. Oh. I'm, I miss that those numbers were published. So you used to be able to call those booths and talk to people. And that could be quite entertaining. Um, that in and of itself was, you know. It was fun. <laughs> A little adventure you could have if had, you located them. We had so much fun at the at the uh, United Kingdom Pavilion. That's where we're at now, folks. And the UK Pavilion, I love the different streets and the back alleys, the little garden area, the little tea garden place, Rose and Crown. It just, it's a fun place. And for me... Some of my best experiences, memories from Epcot happened to be at that pavilion because I would rock out. You and I would rock out with the band that they've had there. They used to have the Beatles tribute band and then they had the kind of like British British wave band that was there all the time playing um, rock and roll covers from Led Zeppelin to, you know, to Ozzy Osbourne, you know, doing Crazy Train to Def Leppard and, and still doing Beatles stuff like it was cool. But one of the bad things about this pavilion is food is good, but you have lacking choices. So you have, you know, Rose and Crown, which you can go in and sit at the table or go to the bar. And then next door you can get fish and chips and that's it. Fish and chips. Or you have the outside little bar beer stand. And so it's, it's lacking. I mean, it in a sense really has one one thing for you to do, really, when you think about it for food, because the fish and chips place is just the fish and chips you can get in the restaurant, and then the beer outside is the beer you get at the restaurant. So mm-hmm. it, it that's that's what hurts this pavilion. So we have a great question, Paul says. What do you think about Mary Poppins being added in? And we're now. We do have a meet and greet that we were going to discuss, which is Mary Poppins and Alice in Wonderland. But the new ride that is coming to this pavilion should be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I can't wait because any type of attraction you could bring in is going to be, I think it's going to be great. I mean, how could it not be great? Um, I understand from just, researching on the ride system that it should be based on Mary Poppins um, umbrella (laughs) and different things like that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Should be really neat. Lee says great fish and chips at the kiosk. I agree. Fish and chips are so good and having a good Boddington's there at the beer. So good. Um, That's what I always get. We love uh, the classic hat lady. They used to reform there, but the new um, pianist and organist that they have there is always fun at the bar. The bar is great. We've never had a bad experience at the bar. The bartenders are always super nice and always serve oh, up the Carl's fresh beverages. Carl's been there forever. I've been there forever. And uh, so we we love it. And and there, there are those things to do. Um, so when it comes to food and beverage, you know, even keel uh, entertainment, when they have it, is very good. 
Um, but other than the shopping, the shopping experiences, um, you know. I like the tea place. I always think it's really cool when the, um, when, uh, oh, I can't think of his name. Stephen Toining. Yes. When he is there. And I actually got him to autograph my tea tin. Nice. Very and I nice. have been to the the original tea shop in England. There you go. There you go. There you go. So I believe we are at number six. Can you believe it? Where are we at now? I know where we are. I know where we are too. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Give me a second. Okay. Okay. Ah, oh, yes. Do you feel the do you do you feel it? Do you feel like you're training for a karate movie? No. Oh, okay. You I just feel, feel like I'm being <laughs> You're meditating. Zen. I'm going for the Zen feel here. Oh, nice. We're in Japan. The Japanese pavilion. <laughs> um, arigato gozaimasu. Very nice indeed. Why do we rank this where we're ranking it, Kristen? Talk about it. Well, let's see. Theming. It has great theming. It's very beautiful pavilion. Very relaxing pavilion. Absolutely. Uh, I want one of those little gardens in my house. I I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and then with food options, you have a lot of choices for uh, food there. You have two, the two main table service, but there's even a third experience that just recently happened. It's pricier, and I, I cannot recall the name of it off the top of my head. Uh, you have sake bar inside. You have the beer and cocktail stand. Then you have kakigori. Co- uh huh. Oh, and a the quick nice, service. Uh, the nice, the the ice with the the flavoring and the um, they add like the condensed milk on top, right? Yes. Oh, kakigori. Yummy, and yummy, quick, yummy, and yummy. your quick service restaurant That's is right. there as well. So there's a lot of food and drink options, and they're good food and drink options. I like, I really enjoy the food and drink here. Tapanito um, is awesome. It has cool shopping. It has one of my favorite shops to go walk around. And it is, I can tell you from visiting Japan that it is legit. Like that is a you know Japanese you know department store vibe. You know, except it's, you know, one floor. Usually the Japanese department stores are multiple floors. So it's great. So much uh, anime, so much. You have entertainment. Yes. The Taiko drummers, mm-hmm. which are nice. Very nice indeed. It was nice when they had the, the candy, um, the candy lady that used to make the nice candy. But And see that one of the things is that that's one of the issues with this this particular pavilion is there is you you have the entertainment that particular entertainment that takes place but outside of that the only other thing you have in there other than shopping and to do is the exhibit yeah which now they have about um what do they call it um but it's all, all it has stuff like hello kitty in it well yeah that's the um, that's the uh the Kiki display, yeah. Kiki, right? Is it Kiki, right? Um, the cute Kawaii, Kawaii. 
There you go. Kawhi. Yes. The cute factor. And they, it, I like, I like the fact that they have some of those cultural, um, kind of museum, you know, uh, oh shoot. I had, it's not a display, uh, but you know what I mean? Exhibit. It's, it's exhibit. Yes. It's an exhibit. The, uh, one thing I do want to say is I love the uh, cast members that they always have in Japan because they have so many young women that are working there and they are so happy and they giggle and you can't like you could be having just something could happen and you'd be in a bad mood and you walk into the Japan pavilion and they're like you know talking to you and they have this big smile and they're very happy like this and you're like and (laughs) you know and it's like so cute that you can't be like you're like they're just they're just great cast members there they're awesome we love it. I think it's awesome. <laughs> Who doesn't like the Japanese pavilion, Japan, Japan pavilion? It's super nice. Love it. Absolutely love it. It's the Disney List with Kristen and Al John on Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. The Disney List with Kristen and Al John on Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Oh my, Kristen. I know. We are winding down on this list. I can't believe it. Number four. Okay. Um. No. Is it not? Nope. Oh, I'm missing one. I'm missing one. Okay, so. So what number should we be? We are at. Number five. Yes, There you go. Are. Halfway through. <laughs> Oops. It's got to happen at least once during a show. You know this already. So here's something that we missed from the pavilion. Are you ready? I'm ready. You're not there anymore, but I have to play it just for nostalgia factor. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, marhaba, and welcome to Morocco. North Africa is like a patchwork quilt of many cultures, and the rhythms of the entire African continent move northward, where they mix with thousands of years of the traditional music of Egypt, the Berbers, and the nomadic peoples. Of Spain flows south across the Straits of Gibraltar to add its own particular richness. Exotic melodies and harmonies of the Middle East and the essential element of Arabic Oh, so much fun, isn't it? Yes, it is. These incredible musical styles join together. The whole becomes more exciting than the one. It is more than rock. It is Moroccan. I miss it. I miss this band so much. I miss this band <laughs> so much. I mean, I know ah, I just miss him. I miss Moroccan. That was uh, one of my favorite. You guys know I'm a musician. Obviously, look at the studio we're broadcasting from. So... Yeah, I miss having those bands at the at the parks because they were so amazing. They were so good at what they did. The musicianship was amazing, and they just got people moving and enjoying life and and enjoying their food and drink as they were walking past. And, and you had the just, belly dancer. Yeah, the belly dancer was great too. Singles. Hey, let's not forget that. Let's not forget that. But um, the Moroccan Pavilion. I have not been to Morocco. 
I've been to the Middle East. I've performed with my band on many USO tours, uh, performing for our troops overseas and have been able to soak in some local Middle Eastern cultures. But uh, this, I love the look of this pavilion. Okay, so we do need to say what thing is this pavilion. Yes, go for it. Did get all five points for its theming. And the advantage that this pavilion has that none of the other ones have is that this was completely done by the Moroccan government. Morocco built it. If They brought their own people because they wanted it to be truly authentic to Morocco. Yeah. So, because I would never, if I was listing them, you know, least favorite to favorite, this would not have been this high on the list. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting, interesting to see, for sure. I mean, there's a few things to do there as far as, like, overall the the, the to-do stuff. Um, they have the stage mm-hmm. for music. Yep. You have... The pavilion itself is almost because the way that they've designed part where there's like nothing in it. You just walk through it and see it. It is like its own exhibit. It looks like its own city. It's just a really neat, neat place to kind of get lost in. Mm -hmm. And the architecture is great. So many, I mean, I hate to say Instagram, Instagram (laughs) moments, capture moment walls there, but it's, it's such a great place to just take pictures and, you know, the henna tattoo artist is great. And my, my, now, you know, barring the, the rock band Mo Rockin, who's no longer there. Right. Um, I like Spice Road Table. That's, that's a really nice restaurant. It's pricey for what you get. It is pricey. Well, the menu, wrong, and but. now you haven't been since they changed the menu to okay. can, have more than like a tapas style, you know, small plates. Right. Because you can actually get, you know, entrees there now. Um, and you haven't been since they've done that, which I've been twice since they've done that. Um, I really enjoy the food at Spice Road, uh, Spice Road Table. Yes. And then you also have a quick service there so you can get like tabbouleh and, and there's a little bar, pastry bar in there where Great you can get stuff. drinks. As Baklava. Well. Yeah. That's all, all part of, of that. So, yeah, Danny Edwards in the chat says Morocco theming is the best among the others, but it does lose a lot due to the people not wanting to try exotic foods. Mm -hmm. This is true. Um, We ate several times. We've given it a chance over there at. No, you cannot say several times. We've been once. Okay. Okay. That well, I can say once. Have you been there several times? I have not. Yeah, no, I almost went. That's right. right? It's it's because of your fault. Yeah, because I almost did go a couple of times without you. Right, so I just the cinnamon chicken, like I just can't, I just can't get myself to like it. I I don't know, it's just not me. It's just not me. But the spice road table, yes, like a lot of that food. And truth be told, there's a lot of great, you know, um, Arab food that I like. Um, you know, the, the the chicken, the way they prepare the different things. But Morocco is very unique because it's you know, it's just in a unique place. The, the way I always explain it, because of its location, it takes influences from other areas. So you have some of that, like you said, some of that Arabic style food, but you also have the French influence. 
and sometimes that makes Those the dishes <laughs> a mess. Just like I kind of feel that way about some of the Filipino food. Yeah. The c- combination of of the the Asian with the Spanish, Spanish sometimes is is a big miss. Yeah, well, um, I, I get it. So I get it. It's different. It it's is. different when you have a, a place like Morocco or the Philippines that takes in so many different influences. I totally get it. Okay, you know, we happen to be dwelling a lot on food, I understand, but that's not, it's not all that, you know, we're going to recap here in just a little bit, um, you know, the different criteria of where these, uh, these things are placed in certain places. So uh, here we go. Number four. Here we are. Now you know where we're at. Sometimes you get the music, background music, a little bit backwards when it comes to the Asian countries. But this in particular, this track is specific to China. We're in the China Pavilion. Welcome to China. Ni hao. Kristen? Yes. Shall we talk about it now? Talk about China? China. Let's talk about China. Yes. Let's talk about China. China. I like this pavilion. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you like it so much? It's pretty. It is super pretty. You know, we talked about the gardens over in Canada. The garden here is really nice. And the architecture, once again, very authentic. I like it. Very ornate. Very ornate. And the terracotta, terracotta soldier display. Very nice. Yes, because you here you have character meet and greet, you have an exhibit, you have a show, uh, and then the acrobats are amazing. Plus, you have a Mulan meet and greet. You know? So you've got quite a few things that you can do here. Uh, food, as far as when it comes to the food part of this, you have one table service, one quick service. And then you have the tea stand uh, that you can visit as well. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, food. To me, there's certain things here that I think are good. Um, I It's not one of my favorite pavilions to eat at, but I know you absolutely love to eat here. I do. Uh, the bao buns. I, I love the bao that, buns. Yeah. It's just awesome. It's great food. And I think... You know, a lot of people, and and we've been we've been known to do this, been a little bit dismissive of the food because there's so many Chinese restaurants around the United States, and some that. But as you know, you're listening to this show, so you know I'm Filipino Chinese. Not all restaurants and Asian restaurants are the same, and I think it's really easy for us to say and be dismissive. Well, the Chinese food isn't nothing to write home about. Um, you can get it at uh, the Chinese takeout place at your own home. Mm, I don't think so. There, it, it is better. It is better. And unless you have a legit Chinatown in a big city to go visit and have authentic Chinese food, this is at the, uh, as authentic as you can get. And I dare say probably some of the best Chinese food there in the central Orlando area <laughs> because, you know, and it's not a buffet. No. Oh. It's not a buffet. It's number one Chinese buffet. You see, I can say that because I'm Chinese. That's true. There is so many 
Chinese buffets. Yeah, a lot of them are just crappy. I don't like Chinese buffets. No, but you like this. It's not a Chinese buffet. Nine Dragons is legit. And Lindsay in the chat says, drinks are amazing. Hi, Gail. How are you? Uh, Paul says, yum the bao buns. He also says Nine Dragons has some good food. See, I wish, I wish the the stuff that they would they do during like food and wine and stuff like that that they they have at those kiosks for the special events for China. Yeah, I wish some of those were permanent. Like even if it was like an appetizer option. Because some of those are some of my favorite things that I've I've had during the festivals, but they don't keep them on the menu there. No, I don't know. I wonder why. Uh, Danny Edwards says the acrobats are awesome, and Reflections of China is an outstanding job of placing you in the culture. It does. It really does. Um, that's a great film, and so that's an attraction there. You've got the Mulan meet and greet. The food is good. Acrobats are amazing when you can see them. There's always a lot of people watching the acrobat show there because it is amazing what they, they yeah. do and how young the troops, uh, the, the performers are in the troupe. And it's like literally going to see a theater style production out there in the middle of the, the courtyard there in the China pavilion, because these people tour the, the world showcasing their art and it's great to get that kind of culture. And if you can appreciate it and you can pass it on to your children or, you know, as Kristen and I, we walk around World Showcase and I get nostalgic talking about it because there's so many memories that we have of us w- walking through the showcase and having fun or just relaxing and taking in the sights, just walking around. It's the best. I really love it. I mean, mm. we're going to run long on this show, but <laughs> you know that we're running long. Okay, so there we are. That was number four. Number four. And now here we are with number three. Kristen, I'm surprised. I am so surprised that this is where we are. I don't know uh, the people in the chat who are watching can chime in and find and, and basically guess what pavilion we're at because I have a feeling when I play this this clip of they're the gonna music, know. they're going to know. They're going to They're going to know. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, they are an Alpine Classic. Raise your beer stands high and give them out. Hoi, hoi, hoi! For Oktoberfest, for Sie Kanten. You know where we're at. We're at the Germany Pavilion at Beer Garden. We love it. Absolutely love it. Kristen, isn't it the best? Yeah. However, it's not at the top spot. What's up with that? Oh, sad, sad day for me. It is, isn't it? This is my favorite pavilion. It is. But the thing, well, there's like a cup, well, there's not a lot of food choices. You have one table service. You have one quick service. Now, you do have a shop with amazing Werther's Caramel <laughs> and two beer carts because you got to have beer. And those beer carts always have a line. They're very, very popular. Um, but there's not a lot to do 
in this particular pavilion because you have made and great with Snow White. Mm-hmm. And what was the, uh, the music in the music in the restaurant? But you don't have other than that. There's not. It's shopping, but there's the a lot shops of shopping. are very. And the, and the shops are. You do have some really cool, authentic things like going into the glass blower, the glass blowing shop, or you have. Um, the Christmas tree ornaments because they're that that gla- the glass ornaments yes which are very traditional but there's nothing there's nothing else it doesn't have an attraction uh, it would be really cool if they would add in there some kind of exhibit that maybe would explain you know Oktoberfest and what it's really about. <laughs> To people, because I'm sure most people don't know what Oktoberfest is about. I mean, it doesn't, it takes place in the month of September, too. Yeah. So, mm. but it's one of my favorites. I love the food. Absolutely. That's good stuff right the, there. The food is spot on at Beer Garden. We love the And the beer. beer. We do. It is a buffet. It's probably my favorite buffet anywhere I've ever had a buffet. I love the buffet there. Mm. Good soup, pretzel bread. You have sauerkraut and Wiener schnitzel. Um, everything you've got a, a black forest cake, apple strudel with like vanilla bean sauce. That's delicious. Mm. I mean, mm. So good. And, and I like the I like the I like beer. the yep I love the liter beer love the pretzels um beer like the hunter sauce on top of the the schnitzel Jager sauce Jager sauce very good you can get wine because they do have German wines on the menu as I well. can't help it I can't help it the food is so important there at the World Showcase but we are at number two now we're at number two can you believe it we're almost done number two. So here's a very special thing that I found. Did you know that this group ended up doing some videos for the Voices from Home series? Did not know that. Oh, man. How cool is this? this? Is cool. Saludos, amigos. Hello, my friends. This is Omar from Mariachi Cobre. We really love performing for you at the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot at Walt Disney World. So my friends and I decided to use our Voices from Home. Uno, dos. <laughs> Remember me, though I have to say goodbye, remember me, don't let it make you cry, for even if I'm far away, I hold you in my heart, I sing a secret song to you each night, we are apart, remember me, though I have to travel far, remember me, don't you love that, it just makes you happy, isn't that the best? I love the fact that they did that. I love the fact they did that. And it's it's great. But, you know, that's not all. That's not all that the Mariachi Cobra Cobra did. They actually did a medley of songs they do on their live show. Look at that. Isn't that fun? 
everybody in the team right there. That's really cool. How cool is that? We, so much we fun. We do have the right drink going on right now. This too. is true. If you're, if you're, <laughs> I can make us another margarita. I've been, Bartender. we've been drinking, we've been drinking margaritas. I all, need another margarita. Yes, we have another margarita. Um, we love the Mexico Pavilion. Super cool. Not only does it have the best for me, my favorite bar. For my, it is my favorite bar in the World Showcase. La Cava del Tequila um, with our favorite bartender of the World Showcase, Kristen. Pepe. Give him a shout out. Pepe is awesome. Pepe is the man. And we love La Cava del Tequila. We love the margaritas there. So good. And the sangrita. And the sangrita is so good. But the entertainment is amazing. We, I, I tell you, I love the mariachi cobra that, that they, they perform there. It's the vibe that you want. You want to be able to go to the showcase and think about the good times of, of visiting a country and the type of music and food and the culture. And I love it. I love that so much. But I also love Donald. <laughs> That's true. Big fan of Donald Duck. That's Probably your my favorite, favorite My favorite Disney character. Number one of all, Donald. And you have the three caballeros and the... Um, the three caballeros attraction that they have there, uh, formerly the um, El Tempo del, uh, the um, Rio del Tiempo. Or, yes. Right? Yes. The River of Time. And uh, that was great. That was great. But uh, we love the three caballeros for sure. And uh, we love the fact that there's cocoa stuff there. The fact that when you go shopping, the different places there that they celebrate the Day of the Dead like they do in Coco and you get to learn about it because they do have a display, a learn, you know, a display for people to learn about the culture. When it comes to the to do and to do ability, as I like to call it, <laughs> mm-hmm. this was the only pavilion that got five because there is so much. Right. Why don't you why don't you talk about it? Well, you've got your meet and greet. Yep. You have an attraction. Mm-hmm. So you have got you've got that. You have mariachi band. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. I made a list of all the things. Exhibit. That's the other you thing the because exhibit. you have the the exhibit as well, and it really like the theming of this is good. I think it's a beautiful. I love just to like walk inside the pavilion. Yeah, it's nice and cool. Inside the pyramid it, it's super cool. I love it. There's so much we love about it. Food-wise cuz we always go back to food. Obviously the drinks are amazing. The two bars. Super, yes. Two bars, the margarita bar on the outside, the cava on the inside of the the pyramid. Um one quick service. Quick service is good. But we like the table service restaurant. We like, well, there's two table service. Yes. You have one with beautiful atmosphere, food. Mm. Okay, and that, that place is? That is uh, San Angel. San, San Angel Inn. Inn. Yes, thank you. San Angel Inn. Angel. Angel. And then <laughs> my favorite is La Hacienda. Yeah, La Hacienda. Very good. I mean, you know. It also has a really nice view of the fireworks, too. 
great view of the fireworks. We can we can definitely do a show just about the plate the best places to do fireworks for sure. So it scored very well on our list, obviously, because now we're these, at these two were extremely close too. Okay, so the entire show, if you're just now tuning in on Sorcerer Radio, we are talking and ranking all of the pavilions at the World Showcase at Epcot at the Walt Disney World Resort. I'm I'm going to recap the nut starting at number 11 real quick. Let's recap and tell people how they scored. Okay. Number 11, Canada. Number 10 is America. Number 9 is Norway. At number 8, Italy. Number 7, number seven. the UK Pavilion. Number 6, is Japan number five? Morocco number four? China <laughs> number three? Germany number two? Mexico. Okay, and we're that here. Is- <laughs> number one. in a Harry Potter movie? No, Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Yes, that's right. It's Beauty and the Beast. Harry Potter's in a whole other country. <laughs> well, if you know this music, you know where we are. Kristen, where in the world are we? We are in France. Impressions de France. I'm not very Among good Among gentle it. spirits of the air. My France awakens with the early dawn. Oh. <laughs> I can't help myself. I can't help myself. Okay, so you talk about an enchanting video. This video is amazing. Don't watch this video, though, if you are tired. Yeah, I look. Because if you are tired and you are hot and you go in there and it's very cool with that music... As much as you want to stay awake and watch it, it is so relaxing between the music and all the beautiful images. It will put you to sleep. I honestly, I could put but this on our this. big screen TV downstairs and I could just sit back and watch it and I'll probably just fall out, fall flat out of sleep. I need this music for doing like mindfulness or something. Mindfulness? Very, yes, because I love this music. It's very relaxing to me. It is relaxing. It makes me want to go and sit out in a courtyard at a castle. So Not why, that I can do that where I live. So why does the France Pavilion score high marks, Kristen? Well, it is a, we, we do really like the theming of this pavilion. Yes. Um, it is the only pavilion that did get a five score when it came to food. The best. I have to tell you that I have to tell you though that I love going to Le Chef de France with you every trip if I can if we can possibly do it because I love that restaurant so much and you don't have to wear a tie to get in and eat there unlike uh, Monsieur Paul's. That's true. (laughs) And those aren't your only two food options. No, because you have the crepery. Yes, you right next to that outside if you're needing. Your alcohol fix, you have some delicious slushies you can get there. So good. Or champagne. 
then when you head into the pavilion for food and drink, you have ice cream. Oh my gosh, that ice cream is one of my favorite ice creams anywhere. I love to go there and get ice cream. And in the spring, the one time that I had a lemon meringue and it was phenomenal ice cream. Like who would think lemon ice cream would be all that good? But it's one of my favorite ice creams I've ever had anywhere. So good. And you have the patisserie, which has sandwiches (sighs) and salads and all kinds of wonderful pastries and coffee drinks and Oh, that sounds so good right now. Absolutely. I tell you what else is good. I'm craving ice cream. (laughs) This show has run long, (laughs) y'all. I can't tell you. This has been like a double XL version of the show. And we have a few comments that we need to talk about. Well, I cue this up, Christian. Why don't you go ahead? Well, we got to talk about what there's to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You got to get to the the to do ability. Yes, go go ahead. Go ahead. You have multiple character meet and greets because you can meet princess aurora they have Belle and beast and occasionally they have marie so you have several character meet and greets that you can do there Mm -hmm. um of course the attraction which we started the count down with this particular attraction with um this particular pavilion with its attraction music um they also have performers out there sometimes too so you've got those different things that are really so cool. Good. Absolutely so, so good. Um, definitely the food. We all, were, all almost forgot the wine bar. Almost. There's a wine bar there too. You almost. can get a passport and, and hop three different wine bars and that one's included in that. Lee says the best music. And Paul also says Ratatouille. Can't wait for that. Oh. Can't wait for Ratatouille. My favorite Pixar movie, hands down, and I cannot wait for that attraction at all. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Before we wrap up the show. Or the restaurant. (laughs) The restaurants. Uh, We have a few comments and questions. Uh, Let's go ahead and talk about it. I'm trying to see here where we can look at some of this because I'm having some issues trying to actually find 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 the comments. See, I'm looking on the live show, and that's not where I need to be. Uh, let's see here. So any more comments there in the chat? Oh, Kristen? Uh, the best music. Uh, Lee said it, it has the best music in, 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 in France. I like it. Oh, here we go. This is what you're looking for right here. These comments. Those comments, yes. Why don't you read those? Okay. So, Steven says his favorite pavilions are Mexico, Germany, Morocco, and he says British Isles. All right. British Isles. Mm-hmm. Good times. Go ahead. Next. Let's see. Danny says... His favorite would be Italy, that it's a great spot spot to people watch and soak in the architecture and enjoy some Via Napoli. Mm-hmm. Second would be France because of the ambience and the Eiffel Tower. Then there's a great character uh, meet with Belle and that his girls love meeting her. She's my favorite princess, so I love to meet her too. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, 
Germany because of the food and caramel cook and uh, some great schnitzel. Hashtag Disney foodies. <laughs> Danny must be listening to your, your podcast. Sasha Jones says, Canada, it's beautiful. And certain areas of it are a lot less crowded than other areas in Epcot. True. Some parts have no crowds even. And the background loop is banging. Yes, we played some of that. Um, one of the best loops in Epcot, even the entire resort. Perfect for people watching, and I suppose Mexico too. I love the three Caballeros ride and the, and have and always have done it, even when it was El Rio del Tiempo. Morocco has some good vegetarian food and some neat shops in the cool little marketplace if you're not just passing through. Them and the UK, England, which is being, uh, being from the UK, I don't like, <laughs> are the only ones that really we spend any time in. There you go. Um, Megan says, and you want to read Megan's? Yes. Megan says, <coughs> Megan, Megan, I'm sorry, not Megan. I'm sorry. <coughs> Italy is my favorite because it reminds me of my vacations to Italy, the music and the architecture. I also love France for the bakery. Yummy. Mm. Actually, I don't think there is a pavilion I don't like. Right. And then we have one last one. You want to read, Lindsay? Top, top fan. Yeah, Lindsay. our top fan, Lindsay. She got the badge. Um, Italy has to be my favorite. I love the area and the food. One trip, we um, one trip. I think she said we ate at Vidi, uh, ate at Via Napoli and Tutto Italia twice, twice in one trip. That's awesome. I love it. My phone is going. And off. the wine is to die for. The wine is to die for, indeed. Indeed. Uh, here we are. We have some uh, comments from Source of Radio. We've got uh, Bridget Stancil Johnson says, Mexico, France, and Italy. Kayla uh, Lane Miller says, Mexico, Germany, Morocco. And our, our girl, Jennifer Toto, says, Japan, Morocco, France. All very good. All I very like good. that there's a, there's a variety. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the thing that we had realized or i guess not realized but the thing is is that there's a pavilion for everybody there is and just because like we ranked certain pavilions where we did i mean those aren't necessarily our favorite pavilions either we have a few more from the source i'm, of, I'm always a little biased to germany we have some comments from the source of radio disney fun zone as well brandon kozak friend of the show says mexico and germany you want to read ryan mcguire Oh, I'll read him. I'll okay. Read him. Uh, Ryan says Mexico, Canada, and Morocco have the most immersive theming in my option, in my opinion. So I absolutely love them. I'd personally like to see updates and expansions to Italy and Germany, as I feel both could use some additions. True. Renee Funk, the Funk Master, says France for treats, Canada and American Pavilion. We loved England and the British invasion. Sitting and listening to them was a nice break. Having to see what. Uh, have to see what they replace them with. Our very own Jeff Davis, who we uh, enjoy partaking in uh, La Cava del Tequila together, my brother in the Scorpion. 
uh, happens to say Mexico, Germany, and Japan with chips and salsa <laughs> with my margarita being my favorites. I always have a tendency to visit there first. Then, of course, I traditionally hit my favorite snack options in Japan. But for dinner, we always make it a part to point, um, make it a point to head to the beer garden for some fantastic food prior to the fireworks on the river uh, for the river um, prior to the world showcase in the world showcase lagoon. I can't read for today. Um, you you know we we knew already knew that would be his answer. Yes, that's true. He loves those dried up little shrimp things in Japan. Okay, um, sorcerer himself says Mexico, China, Germany, America, Japan, in no specific order. Now we know that uh, DJ Sorcy is a huge fan of Nine Dragons. He loves Nine Dragons. Um, and I think being from New Orleans, you know, good Chinese food is probably hard to find there. So, um, you know, I've been to New Orleans myself, so have you. And uh, he also is a big fan of Tepanito in Japan as well. Amy Hogue Fleming says, Mexico, inside the pyramid, feels like you've been transported to another world. Love it. And last comment there, Amanda Callie Miller says, aesthetically, Mexico, Morocco, and Canada. For food and shopping purposes, Japan, Italy, and Norway. So that's amazing. That is awesome. I love our fans. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, big hugs to you, my friend, Bobby, uh, hanging out <laughs> in the chat. Um, gosh, you know, it's awesome to see everyone in the chat. What a great show. We went totally overboard and totally over time tonight so thank you all so much for joining us in our discussion as we rank our favorite pavilions at epcot from 11 all the way to number one and not necessarily in our favorite order no it was a surprise because you know like Kristen had said when we recapped our our top li- our, our ranking you know all the stuff her to do ability all the stuff that is there, the theming, you know, and of course the food, the entertainment and attractions, all those things have to be taken into account. But I hope that as we go through these lists that maybe you can discover something new or something that you haven't tried before. And if that is the case, please feel free to let us know in the comments below this show and we'll discuss them in a future episode. There's so many different things and feedback that we've had uh, for our various Disney lists that we've had uh, since we reformatted the show. So thank you for providing that feedback, Kristen. It's, it's been awesome. I'm, I'm really digging it. So what do you think? Time to wrap things up. I think it is. We'd like to thank our friends, the replay heroes great band providing our theme music and our exit music here on the show please feel free to check them out amazing synth pop and shreddy guitar with replayheroes.com we'd also like to thank you our listener don't forget to like share and subscribe important to share bring your other disney friends in tag us and let us know that you are spreading love about the disney list you can follow us on facebook at the disney list on the disney list twitter and Disney Listcast on Instagram. And listen to us where all your podcasts are um, obviously Sorcerer Radio and the Sorcerer Radio Network. We're so proud to be part of that crew. And it's a summer of Sorcerer Radio officially. So be listening to uh, some of our different uh, thoughts on summer and our favorite attractions there uh, coming soon to a show near you. 
You can follow me, Al John Go, on Instagram. Kristen, where can people follow you? They can find me at diningatdisney.com and on all social media platforms. It's Dining at Disney. Make sure to check out the Dining at Disney podcast. This past week, Bubba and I talked about what a Disney foodie is and what makes us Disney foodies. As well as there was a bonus episode with our friends over at WDW Park Hoppers. Park Hoppers Sid joined me this week to talk about Disney Springs and what you can expect if you are taking a trip to Disney Springs. That's awesome. I produced so many podcasts this week. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, I, no, it's I, needed, good. I needed to do it's a good. bonus one this week. No, no. Disney Springs was important. No, no, it's good. It's important. Uh, next week on the show, we're going to be talking about the upcoming openings of the Disney parks opening July. It's going to be interesting, gang. It's going to be interesting. They've already made a lot of waves. We're going to talk about it in our list of what to do. All right. What you need to know before you go. Which, at Disney Springs and the Disney World and, and even Disneyland. When, and, the, and the reason we're not talking about it yet is because they are changing up the, the website and everything going on. Because I can't even reschedule or cancel my guest trips because they're not allowing modifications or cancellations right now. So I wanted to make sure that we had all the all the current information and, and I had all, all that together for the show. Absolutely. I, I, you know, I don't even know where, <laughs> I don't even know what we're going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do because this show is extra, extra large. I've got my work cut out for me, I think. I'm sorry. No, it's not your fault. This is I, I, knew this was, I knew this was going to be a big show. So at any rate, so on behalf of Kristen, I am Al John, and we will see, see you night. real soon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It threw me off because you said you didn't, we didn't do it our normal way. So do it again real quick. Who I'm Al John. <laughs> I'm Kristen. And, and we'll, we'll see you real, real soon. soon. <laughs> oh. This podcast was not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes. All right, Kate. I hope you enjoyed their little blooper-filled show. <laughs> and uh, we will see you next week. Love you guys. Stay positive. And thank you for being part of our show every single week. Love you guys. Drink Corona. Don't spread it. We're still live. I thought I ended it. <laughs>